Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Today, we're accomplishing two things. That's right. One thing, two thing. Red fish, blue fish. Um, Dr. Seuss for you on this lovely Tuesday morning. Uh, we're going to talk about the back to old school program. And then we're going to project ahead to the next program. I know the next program is a little ways ahead. 13 days and one hour at the time of recording. Uh, I also know we don't know much about the next program yet, but we're going to use some educated guesses with a hat tip to my friend Nutsy, a friend of the show, of course. He's been on the podcast before. On TikTok, he uh, predicted what he thinks it's going to be, so we're going to bounce and expand upon that. Uh, but that's going to be the second portion of the episode. First portion will be the back to the old school program. A um, couple quick announcements, really tiny little ones. I am going to try to do a better job moving forward of announcing or... Uh, just being transparent about when my content is coming every week. You guys can always expect an episode on Tuesday. That's not changing. But as far as streams go, I know I usually use this podcast to announce when I'm streaming that week. Spoiler alert, I'm not doing that this week. Uh, but I will be putting together graphics that will go on my Twitter, KDJTV611, every Monday, just kind of breaking down what the content looks like for the week. Obviously, the podcast on Tuesday... Maybe it'll be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday stream schedule. Whatever it is, it will at least outline what's coming ahead of time. So if you guys want to stop by, check out some, some live streams or some, or some videos or whatnot, come do so. Also, uh, TikTok is making a, a triumphant return. I'm not going to commit to daily uploads because I don't always have the content for daily uploads. But I will be uploading to TikTok again, KDJTV611. Uploaded my first one since February a couple days ago, and it was my best TikTok to date as far as performance goes. Um, so just drop me a follow there. That's all I'm asking. Or, uh, or don't love me. Uh, one of the two. Uh, but let, let's hop right into some stuff. Let's waste no more time. Announcements out of the way. Okay, so back to the old school program. Dare I say... Dare I say that SDS has two W's in a row. Extreme program, as we said on the, the last episode, a win. We know it's a win. Good cards, good program, difficult enough, but still easily attainable if you, if you just grind through it. So, win on that. And then back to the old school program. In my opinion, I've said this before, I don't like the two-week programs, but still, this is a W. This is also one of the rare times in a program that we're going to talk about the henchmen. Because I actually think the henchmen are fun. Are the henchmen usable? Not really. But they're fun. So let's just start there. It makes sense to start there. The classic re-whatever-the-fuck packet is. You have five options here. We all know our lord and savior Brandon Lau. If you like my content, he's my BR god. We just got his live series P5. Uh, 95, August 2020 player of the month henchman Brandon Lau. Fun card. Uh, Danny Jansen, this card actually absolutely smacks. I've been using him in the event. Hitting 424 and 33 ABs. Very good. Uh, Ian Happ, this card's disgusting as well. Hitting 545 and 11 at-bats. Small sample size, granted. Uh, Jackie Bradley, he kind of sucks, but he's got reverse splitties. Uh, fields well, throws well. Just a fun card. And this could Brian Hayes sticks, but one of the rare L's of this drop. Um, and then the flashbacks and legends here. These cards are better. Jim Palmer, uh, I don't particularly like Jim Palmer, but some people like pitching with him, so not, and not a bad card, realistically, not a bad card, uh, his pitching clutch is 100, thank God for that, but, like, it's a good card, uh, Joe Smith, I actually put on my God Squad bullpen, I haven't used him in ranked yet, so, jury is still out, don't use this as factual, you should be using him, uh, but we'll see, he, he might be worth it, 
question mark. He only has three pitches. He throws really slow, but he does have the weird arm angle. We'll see. Uh, Juan Pierre, listen, I don't advocate for trolling and toxicity. However, <laughs> if one were to put together a speedy, bunt-cheesy lineup, this might be the best card to have. 125 contact right, 99 speed, 90 steal, 99 base run aggressiveness, 85 in the field with 90 reaction, which means he's catching everything in center field. Uh, just a fun little card. Juan Pierre's always kind of slappy. I actually hit a no-doubt 440-foot home run with him in Colorado. So, sneaky pop. Sneaky pop. Uh, this Justin Turner is actually cracked. Very good against lefties. Would not be shocked if I saw him as a bench bat. 118 contact left, 105 power left. Worse against righties. Not fantastic, but a bench bat for sure. Uh, and then Tony Perez, he's you look at him at first and you're kind of just like, meh, eh, eh, ho-hum. He's kind of nice. 364 average and 11 ABs. Again, small sample size, but he's got a decent swing. Turns on the ball pretty well. Uh, and those are just the henchmen. And the cool thing about the henchmen, variety of card types, which makes sense. We have awards. We have retro finest, prime, sig. Uh, let's go back to this one again. Monthly, postseason, uh, future star, a little bit of everything. Andrew McCutcheon binder fodder, if you will. Uh, but let's go to the big boys. I don't know why I backed out of that menu. Apologies. The big boys of what we care about here. At 200k XP, as you can see, I actually got him this, or got them this morning as I just passed. There's a 99 Eric Davis in here too. Prime card. He's okay. He's not great. Uh, a lefty killer with speed and fielding. That's it. Uh, but at 200k XP, you get back to the old school bosses. And all three are good. Shocker. I wish our World Series rewards would start being good, but at least the, the program bosses are getting better. 99 Takashi Series Billy Wagner. Super cool card art. Four-seam slider curveball changeup, which, of course, he also has outlier on his four-seam. 125 hit per nine. Literally doesn't get better. 125 K9. Excellent. 125 clutch. Fucking whatever. Uh, 99 velo, 99 break, 81 control with 79 BB per nine. It's a little on that concerning side, but given the lack of quality lefty reliever options, this guy goes in your bullpen. There's no second thoughts, no questions asked. He goes right in your bullpen. Very good card. Also has 45 fielding, if you give a shit about that. Uh, this was my first pick, Chipper Jones. A couple things to say about Chipper Jones, because I've now used him for six at-bats, which uh, I keep saying small sample size. Six at-bats, very small sample size. I'm one for six with a single up the middle. This card looks great, okay? 125 contact left, 111 power left, 109 contact right, 102 power right, which you could argue is probably a little better than he deserved in his 2000 season. I am not complaining. Boost everybody. I don't give a fuck. Probably a little more than he deserved. 75 in the field. He could play short and left, so his fielding is not going to be incredible. If you play him at third, that's probably definitely his best place. But we all know you're playing George Brett or Josh Donaldson at third. So Chipper Jones, in reality, right now is a left fielder or a shortstop. 67 speed is not bad. But going back to my original point, Chipper Jones, in my opinion, seems to fall over with every single swing or every single contacted swing. I have pieced balls or what I thought was a pieced ball. And it's just like a lazy flyout or like a little dumpy. And... That's a problem. Chipper Jones' swing historically is phenomenal. Look at these attributes. There's no arguing with how good they are. But if he's going to fall over all the time, he's not going to be very useful to you. He's going to get significant drops in exit velo. He's going to get significant drops in 
just uh, Babbitt because he's going to lose a lot of luck with where he's hitting the ball. I don't know. Jury's still out. Only six at-bats. Don't take six at-bats from me as gospel. All I'm saying is just be on the lookout for it. That's all I'm saying. This is me giving a PSA. But still, a great card. I mean, we can't deny the fact that this is a great card. And then finally, Lou Gehrig. I think he's the third best of the three, and that is not necessarily calling him the quote-unquote worst. It's just there has to be a third place one. Um, I still think we're going to get better versions of Lou, Chipper, Mickey, Griffey, all those type of cards. This continues to reinforce it. Um... Lou Gehrig, prime card. 125 contact right, 104 power right. That's fine. That 104 is going to play like 125, especially given his contact and his swing. 101 contact left, a little on the low side. 111 power left is nice. He's built, listen to me when I say this, similarly to Robinson Cano. Clearly not the same player, but max contact, lower power versus right. Lower contact versus left, better power versus left. They're they're built the same way, obviously playing different positions. Um, 75 in the field for Lou Gehrig, who can also play corner outfield. And I think that's where you're playing him if you take this card. Because again, George Brett, Frank Thomas, David Ortiz, they're all playing first base, probably over this card. 60 speed is shockingly quick for this man. So, a good card. A good card. Very good, I don't know, but a good card. Um... The program is good. It's a win. After 200k XP, you don't get any more uh, boss packs. You only get one of the three cards, and you have to buy the rest. I suggest you don't buy the other ones unless you desperately need them until there's probably like three days left in the program. Right now, I'm recording on Saturday, September 3rd. All their prices are close to 300k. If you have stubs, spend them. You're not going to the grave with them, but they will be cheaper at some point. Uh, along the rest of this program, a couple interesting things. You have a toolbox pack. Most of these cards are down around 35, 36k right now. This one's actually 39. Still, chance at some stubs. Uh, you get a home run derby pack at 300k. These cards are coming down a lot because there was a flash sale on Thursday. But still, 145k if you pull Julio Rodriguez. Uh, All-star pack at 350. We don't give a shit about that. Balling out of control at 400, and three balling out of control at 500k XP. We want those. We definitely want those. I have shit luck out of these. The last program, I think, gave you five or six balling out of controls, and I literally pulled no diamonds. So, we're hoping to turn that around in the future. Please stay tuned. I will provide updates on that. Um, okay, so that was the back to the old school program, and now let's talk what's coming next. Right next to my face on YouTube if you're watching. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Like and subscribe. Subscribe's important. We're on the road to 200, just 200, followers, uh, subscribers rather, on YouTube. Uh, it'd be a cool thing to hit, so if you can help get me there, I appreciate it. New episodes every Tuesday. Um, next featured program, September 16th. We know this only has 13 days left at time of recording. Uh, the next featured program is with question mark, question mark bosses. So two question marks. That means double digit bosses. It takes you into the past. We're already in the back-to-the-old-school program, so that's a little silly that they're doing old-school and past back-to-back. Um, but on TikTok, Nutsy, who is potentially one of the kings of MLB The Show TikTok, shout-out to Nutsy again, um, he predicts that we are going to get a Legends of the Franchise program. We've had Futures of the Franchise, we've had Faces of the Franchise, we'd have All-Stars of the Franchise. Maybe it's time for Legends of the Franchise. And so we're going to take that literally, okay? Legends of the Franchise, 
means retired players, not flashbacks, not current players. Legends are retired players. So we are going to surmise a couple of options for each team of, of, of who's available. Some players will obviously fit for multiple teams. Um, if a player already has a retro finest, they are not going to be included here. I am going to, uh, we've all been led to assume rather, uh, that that's going to be the best version a card can get. Okay, I think that's fair. And either way, whether we're right or wrong, whether this is the next program or it's not, this is a very good audit to see what cards are still out there that we're going to get. And spoiler alert, if you are on YouTube, you can see there are a lot. There are a lot of cards we still don't have, uh, which is not surprising. It's, it's September 3rd. So we're going to do it this way. We're going to go here. We're going to start uh, just the order in which the binder is organized. So with the Orioles, we're going to try to do this kind of quickly. We're not going to spend five minutes per team because this would be a three-hour episode. We're going to try to really, you know, go through it quickly. The Orioles, as you can see, already have their big two diamonds. Eddie Murray will at some point get his 99. Uh, so will Jim Palmer, but this card just came out. So I think it is going to be Brooks Robinson. Is this a card people are going to get excited about in name? No. However, if it's a retro finest Brooks Robinson... This card might be sneaky good. There Was it last year that Brooks Robinson's card was actually kind of nice? It didn't get a lot of meta play, but it's actually kind of nice. So I'm not going to poo-poo a Brooks Robinson. I'll look at it, see what it's worth. It's a third baseman, so I probably won't use it regardless. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be good. So we could get a Brooks Robinson if this is, in fact, the program we're getting. The Red Sox. Why aren't we moving? There we go. Already have Ortiz, though I, he might get another... Retro Finest, too, I, I think, maybe. Uh, we just got Johnny Damon. I don't know if we're going to get a 99 Kevin Euclid, to be perfectly honest. And when we look at people who are not around anymore, Jim Rice is in the game this year. He's back. Uh, the last Jim Rice card we got was in May. So I think it's probably about time. He certainly deserves a 99, whether that be a Retro Finest, uh, an awards card, a prime, something. Um... A card might be fucking nuts. I mean, this this May Monthly Awards Retro Lightning, whatever it's called, is a really good card. Give him a 99, it might smack. Uh, another option for the Red Sox, Wade Boggs, just to keep that in mind. The Jenkies. The Jenkies, the Jenkies, the Jenkies. Lots of players here. We could go the traditional route. Babe still needs his 99. We haven't gotten a Mariano Rivera in months. Uh... People aren't going to like this. Don Mattingly needs a 99. Retro Finest Don Mattingly might actually be disgusting, so that might be pretty cool. Um, Mickey Mantle, not yet, because we just got the last Mickey Mantle. Uh, Goose Gossage needs a 99. I don't know if that's what they would do for this program, but if they're intentionally trying to sprinkle in relievers, if they don't give us Mo, they can give us Goose. Uh, two other Dark Horse options. Alfonso Soriano uh, had a 40-40 season with the Yankees, I believe, or he just missed it. So, um, so that'd be a nuts card. And Gary Sheffield had a borderline MVP season with the Yankees. He didn't win the MVP, but he had a really good stretch. So I don't, I don't know which team or series of years you would consider a prime Gary Sheffield, um, but just an option. I don't think it'd be Gary Sheffield for the Yankees. A lot of people don't associate Sheffield with the Yankees. He spent three years there, I believe, um, but just, just maybe four years, but just a thought. The Rays, unfortunately... <laughs> This is a problem every year, especially now with Fred McGriff, I believe, not in the game anymore. Coming across Legends for the Rays is tough. I don't know why SDS doesn't go buy more rights to some of their best former players. They don't even have anybody in this binder. I mean, Scott Casimir would be weird, but I guess... I, I think Wade Boggs is going to be the pick for the Rays. 
He got his 3,000th hit with them, so if they give us a milestone 3,000th hit Wade Boggs, that would be pretty cool. Um, there was nothing saying that this will all be retro finest cards, so I think they're going to mix it up. And my guess is a 3,000th hit milestone Wade Boggs. The Blue Jays, a couple of options here. Um, it's probably close to time for a 99 Carlos Delgado. He certainly deserves one. Tom Henke, if they're trying to be intentional about relievers, you could give us like a 98 retro finest Tom Henke. Um, people forgot Joe Carter's in the game. Retro finest Joe Carter. Um, a milestone Joe Carter for the walk-off home run in the World Series. I imagine that could fit as a milestone. I consider that a milestone. Um, and then Roy Halladay still needs a 99. I don't know if that would be a Blue Jay or a Philly. You could make a case for either. But I, uh, uh, 99 Roy Halladay would be super, super cool. Super, super cool. For the White Sox, we already have Minnie. We already have Frank. Aparicio can't get better than a 98. Uh, Chris Sale's still around. That leads me to Paul Canerco. He has a 93, and this card admittedly did just come out with rank season 6. I get it. But it's just a, like a, a pennant race card. It's not good. Uh, it's actually pretty good against lefties. I shouldn't say that. But it's bad against righties. Um... And then you look through the rest of the binder. Ray Durham. God, if they gave us a 99 Ray Durham, I think I'd throw up. Um, Tom Seaver probably wouldn't get a White Sox card. I'm definitely missing something. Like, guys, we have to also remember here, there are certainly players I'm missing that are not listed currently in the team's binder, if that makes sense. Um, but I think Canerco would be pretty cool. Canerco traditionally has a decent swing. This card, 93, is already sort of a bench bat with 111-125 against lefties. Just an option. Just a thought. Throw it out there. If you guys have a different uh, thought on who the White Sox player could be, comment down below. Um, I'd love to, love to learn more because I clearly don't know everything. The Cleveland Guardians. A few options here. Kenny Lofton. He needs a 99. I don't know what... Hasn't Lofton ever gotten a 99, or is it always 97, 98? That might be a dumb question. But with Retro Finest, that's his way to get a 99. Uh, Bob Feller, this card did come out maybe like two months ago, six, seven weeks ago, something like that. It's probably time. Uh, Larry Doby with Retro Finest, that would be a super cool opportunity to give him a juiced-up card. Uh, people aren't going to like this, but Burt Blylevin... I know, I know, I know, but he, you know, he's technically a legend of the franchise. And Cliff Lee. So I think Cliff Lee's best card will be a Philly card. But if you take the year he was traded to the Phillies, like the year before when he was still pitching with Cleveland, it's a nuts card. I love me Cliff Lee cards. I don't care how slow they throw. They hit every spot perfectly. They give me a 99 Cliff Lee. I don't care what team he plays for. It could be a what if he was on the Yankees card because he almost was a Yankee. Um... I would love a Cliff Lee, so I'd be stoked for that. The Tigers. Um, don't yell at me. I think it's going to be Alan Trammell, but it could also be Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder, uh, we haven't gotten a card since his Brewers collection. He played for the, spoiler alert, he was on the Brewers, Tigers, and Rangers. So he's mentioned in all three of those places. The Tigers really don't have a lot of options here, especially because K-Line just came out, Newhauser just came out, um, and that's it. The Kirk Gibson probably not going to get a 99 Tiger, and this card just came out. That's literally it. Granderson, maybe, but I, I don't know. Uh, unless maybe they give him a milestone for 20 triples in a season. I don't think it'd be Grandy, though. Um, my guess is Trammell or Prince Fielder. The Royals. <laughs> There's one choice, in my opinion. 
and no one's going to like it, but every year he seems to get their program card. Brett Saberhagen. <laughs> every year it seems like the 99 for like the Legends throwback for the Royals is Brett Saberhagen. Uh, SDS, if you're listening, help my Royals fans out. Shout out Nick Terrio, friend of the show. Get these, get these, get these men and, and women more Royals legends. I don't know who else you could get, but just get Mike Sweeney, Country Breakfast Billy Butler. Get some of those type of guys. Angel Baroa for all. He might be. I don't know. Is Angel Baroa worth getting? Probably. He was a rookie of the year once. Um, players like that. Get some players for this team. Uh, but Brett Saberhagen is my guess. If you look at the rest of who they have here. Brett's already got his best card. Greg, is Greg Holland still around? I don't even know. Um, and that that's literally it. Zoe Kane just retired and has a 99 retro finest here, so it won't be him. Um, so, unfortunately, it's Brett Saberhagen. For the Twins, shockingly, several options. My slam dunk time for retro finest, Joe Maurer, I think he's the pick. If it's not Joe Maurer, we riot as a community. Are there other options? Absolutely. Are there other good options? Absolutely. But I need a catcher real bad, so I need it to be Joe Maurer. Uh, the other options here, <clears throat> Rod Carew. This card came out in rank seasons four as a, as a pennant race, so it's time. Um, Harmon Killebrew. Last year they gave us the good Killebrew so late in the year. It was literally f like January, February when we got that card. Might have even been March. So it's time to give us the juiced Harmon Killebrew. That would also make Nick Terrio happy, funny enough. Um... Walter Johnson, for better or worse, it's probably time we got his card. Uh, I don't even know when this came out, but it's time. And Joe Nathan. So I think if they gave us a retro finest Joe Nathan, it would be his best path to being uh, viable. Last year, his card was okay. This card, for when it came out, was okay. My ERA is a 7.71 LOL, but it was, it was an okay card. Retro Finest Joe Nathan would be good, and we know they're always intentional about giving relievers when they can. So, maybe. Uh, Houston. We have a problem, because it might be J.R. Richard. And I don't want to face 99 J.R. Richard, because it's going to eat my ass. But J.R. Richard is a likely candidate here. Excuse me as I burp. Uh, as is Jeff Bagwell. They released his 99 pretty late last year, too. His cards always suck. So it would be a little disappointing to get it in our program. But maybe. Um, and then, where's my last thing here? Oh, uh, I don't think he has uh, Astro's card as of now. He does not. Roy Oswalt. Roy Oswalt is a player people forgot that they have the rights to. We haven't seen him in a while. Roy Oswalt could either get a uh, Astro's or Phillies card. I think they'd give him the Astro's version. I'd be shocked if they didn't. But uh, those are your Astro's picks. As far as the Angels. We got this 95 Troy Gloss as the Live Series Angels collection. I would... I would probably guess he gets a better version at some point, so just keep him on your radar. Uh, Jared Weaver might also get a better version. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if either of those cards really excite me. Uh, Tim Salmon will certainly get a better card, but I'm really hoping this is Tory Hunter. Like, really hoping this is Tory Hunter. A Retro Finest or a, a Gold Glove Tory Hunter that can actually hit would be really, really cool. Um... I played center field in college. I didn't play center field as a kid, but like growing up, I always loved watching Torrey Hunter play center field. So that'd be a super cool card to get. Um, other option, one final option, Jim Edmonds. I don't think we've seen his... Oh, we're freezing a little bit here. Sorry, guys. I don't think I, I've seen a Jim Edmonds in a while. If I have, I forgot. But um, nice swing. And if they juice him appropriately, he could be at least 
viable against lefties. Unfortunately, you probably don't play him in center field because he's kind of slow, he, as good as a fielder as he is. Um, but Jim Edmonds is another option. We have three more American League teams. The Oakland, not so athletics. Uh, Lefty Grove, maybe. I, for some reason, he doesn't scream A's legend to me. Maybe I'm just stupid. Uh, Jimmy Fox, of course, a, a, a good option. Dennis Eckersley, a, a good option for a reliever. We still don't have uh, Ricky Henderson better than 88, so I I think that's a possibility. Catfish Hunter could either be an A or a Yankee, but I think who's going to come out because it's already been leaked is a milestone Vita Blue. I forgot when the leak happened. It was clearly a mistake. It was maybe two weeks ago, but we've seen a milestone 99 Vita Blue. Now is the time I'd guess that it comes out. I could be wrong, but it was leaked on MLB The Show Twitter. It's not even like someone data mined the game or something. It was it was a leak on MLB The Show's Twitter because their social media manager, bless his or her soul, is an idiot. Um, so maybe that's that's what we get there. The Mariners, Ken Griffey, LOL. Wouldn't that be fun if we actually got the real one? We're not going to until January, so I'm sorry for the joke there. Uh, I think we're getting Edgar Martinez. We have never, to my knowledge had an actually good Edgar Martinez, like an actually good one. 99 retro finest Edgar, based on one of his best seasons, should be a demon. Let's do, uh, this is the only one I want to do a bit of homework for. Okay, team? This is the only one I want to do a bit of homework for, because I want to show you guys how truly good this card could be, and how it's never hit its potential. So, his best war season according to Baseball Reference, was 1995. So let's look at his 1995 stats. This is not a perfect system that I'm using right now. He hit 356 with a 479 on base percentage, which means nothing um, for his card. 1,100 OPS, by far the best of his career. 29 home runs, 113 RBI, 52 doubles, 182 hits. Like, that screams to me, max contact... And like 100, 105 power. That'd be a fun fucking card to use. He'd play third and first, positions we don't need. Uh, he, we need a DH in the game. If we get a DH in the game, he'll be there. Uh, but Edgar Martinez could be a fun card to get. Last American League team, the Texas Rangers. Uh, Michael Young probably gets a better card than this. Pudge Rodriguez definitely gets a better card than 93 at some point. We haven't gotten a Fergie Jenkins in years. No, not really, but months. We haven't gotten a Fergie Jenkins. Um, Prince Fielder, like I said before. And Alfonso Soriano had some really good years with Texas. I don't know which direction they lean here. My heart tells me that it will be uh, Fergie Jenkins because we need some pitchers dispersed within this program. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't know. The Braves. A lot of guys. Braves have a lot of cards. Shocker. Uh, Tom Glavin could also get a Met card, but Tom Glavin should get a better than a 95 with the way they're doing content this year. Uh, Greg Maddox still needs a better card. Hank Aaron, spoiler, is my favorite for, for this program. I think now is the time to give us the 99 juiced Hank. Uh, it's, it's a perfect time to drop this card. We need some outfield help, and he'd be pretty good. Eddie Matthews, they love Eddie Matthews, so they could just sabotage the whole program and do that. Uh, other options, Joe Torrey, which wouldn't be exciting. God help us if they give us Warren Spawn, because, ugh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we still need John Smoltz and, like I said, Tom Glavin. So those are my many options for the Braves there. But again, I still it's Hank Aaron time. Uh, I really hope so. 
The Marlins were tough. The Marlins were tough. Uh, three options I wrote down. Rob Nen, which wouldn't be exciting. A.J. Burnett might be pretty cool. Retrofine as A.J. Burnett would be nice. He'd be fun to use. Throws hard. Probably a sinker with a, with a really nasty breaking ball. Uh, but Gary Sheffield had some good years with the Marlins. Again, I don't think he's necessarily synonymous with them. So I don't know which direction they go here. I think it'd be super cool if it was a good A.J. Burnett. But I don't know. The Mets, Tom Glavin, of course, again, uh, Gary Carter would be a great card to have, another good catcher option. They've done a really good job in all of these 30-boss programs of giving us multiple options per position, and if we're looking at positions that need some help, catcher being one of them. So, Gary Carter would be super cool. Mike Piazza needs a, a 99-2. It might be too soon for his. It might not be. Um, so, just another one to keep in mind there. Tom Seaver, of course, needs a 99 his cards are sometimes kind of stinky caca, but if they do it right, he'd be gross. And finally, John Franco, sneaky pick for a lefty reliever in the program. Is he a legend of the Mets? Sure. Is he as legendary as Gary Carter, Mike Piazza, Tom Seaver? Of course not. But like, I could see a way we get a 97-98 John Franco. I think it would be a missed opportunity, personally, to give us a better player. But it's a free lefty reliever, potentially. So just keep it in mind. Don't be incredibly upset. It, 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 don't be caught off guard. It could happen. Uh, oh, I fucked up. Hold on. We're going back. We're going all the way back. The Phillies. I, I X'd out of the inventory because I'm a dumbass. Um, the Phillies. The Phillies. The Phillies. The Phillies. Okay. Los Phillies. Ryan Howard still needs a 99. He's going to get one at some point. I don't think now is the time. Roy Halladay, as we said... Chase Utley is my one of my favorite picks for this uh, team. This was the Annalise collection. This card was disgusting. He certainly deserves a 99 retro finest. He's had years that are better than any second baseman of all time, potentially. So Chase Utley would be a super cool card to get. Uh, it's been a while since we got Mike Schmidt. This wouldn't excite a lot of people. It doesn't excite me. Plays third first and short. I guess you could put him at shortstop. Not for me, though. Uh, Jimmy Rollins still needs a good card, and my lord, if they butcher him again like they did last year, people are gonna riot. Shout out, Shelfie. Uh, Cliff Lee, like I said before. Um, Roy Oswalt, like I said before, and God help us. <laughs> if they use this time to give us Richie Ashburn, I effing swear. They won't. He'll be like a dumb headliner or henchman. But just keep in mind, Richie Ashburn's out there lurking, Okay? Keep it in mind. The Nationals. It might be too soon after rank season four, but Vladimir Guerrero is certainly on the table. Uh, Andre Dawson is my pick here because Andre Dawson, we got him in April. He was the first lightning retro flashbacky thing, whatever they're calling it. Um, 99 Andre Dawson would be absolutely insane. So cross your fingers that that's what happens. Uh, the other option, Alfonso Soriano, also had good years with Washington in their early days as the Nationals. The Cubbies! We got the, the last couple weeks were good for Cubs fans. Santo, Kerry Wood, Ernie Banks. Stellar cards. Ernie Banks, I was really excited about, and then I started using him, and I was like, ah, I wish it was better against righties. His swing inside is just no bueno. Uh, but that's beside the point. Soriano, of course, he already has a 96. He had great years with the Cubs. Um, Mark Pryor. If there's any year to give this man a better card than a 93, it's this one. I feel like he always gets forgotten about. I think last year he was forgotten about. 99 Mark Pryor or 98 Mark Pryor, something like that. Super cool. Uh, Ryan Sandberg, this card was just an absolute abomination. 
in MLB 20, was it 20? I think it was in 20 that he had a really, really good card along the XP reward path. Remember that? Oh, newcomers to the game don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But that Ryan Sandberg was a second baseman for a long time. Adding another second baseman is always good. Uh, Billy Williams, another kind of curveballish option. This card actually had a really nice swing. I enjoyed using this 90 Billy Williams. He will get a high diamond. I don't quite know if it's a 99, but he will get one. So just keep that in the back of your dome. The Reds, Griffey, LOL. Just kidding. It won't be Ken Griffey. Uh, Joe Morgan, it's probably about time for 99 Joe Morgan. The same can be said for Barry Larkin. I know I've said this before, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see what I'm talking about. This Reds uniform that Barry Larkin is wearing is the sickest, most beautiful uniform I've ever seen. I love, 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 love that late 90s Reds uniform. So if they give us a 99 Barry Larkin with that uniform, I might use him at shortstop, no fucking cap. That'd be super cool. So Barry Larkin's certainly an option. And guys, our best friend, we forgot all about him. Where's Diamond Rob Dibble? I think he's who we get, honestly. Um, I know Joe Morgan, like I said, has a good opportunity. Barry Larkin does too. I think it's Dibble time. It's very much Dibble time. This card came out incredibly early. We all know that Dibble's getting a 97 or 98. Maybe 99 with Retro Finest. Um, that's my pick. The Brew Crew. Prince Fielder. Option number one. If they give me Robin Yount or Paul Molitor, I'm going to I'm gonna drive to SDS and shake Ramon's hand. Just kidding. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to give Ramon a piece of my mind in a nice, respectful, nonviolent way. Um, stop paying for Robin Yount and Paul. I, I will say this. Every episode, I mention the two of their names until the cows come home. They are useless cards. I think it's going to be Prince Fielder. I think he's the choice here. The Pirates actually have four guys, shockingly. Jason Bay, he will get a good card. We haven't gotten one of his cards in a while, so Jason Bay. Uh, Ralph Kiner could get a really good card. Hannes Wagner, I skipped him here. He's due for a 99, of course. And Dave Parker. We haven't gotten a Dave Parker shit in a while. I don't know where this came from. Breakout Legends and Flashbacks Collection. Yeah, this is an 89 Dave Parker. We're due for a good one, so might be him. Oh, I did it again. I went back. The Cardinals... We're going to go backwards this time, though. There we go. The Cardinals. Stan Musial, of course. That card would be a lot of fun. Jim Edmonds, of course. Joe Torre, of course. <sighs> Ozzie Smith. Mm. I don't want Ozzie Smith, but it could be. Uh, Lou Brock, that would be a cool card, but he was just a, 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 what's it called? Pennant race for rank season six. Um, Bob Gibson, it's time for a good Bob Gibson. I hope they do him right. I, all, every year, I hope Bob Gibson looks good, and he unfortunately never does. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty ready, pretty ready for a good Bob Gibson. Uh, Orlando Cepeda has an 89 that I think everyone has forgotten about. <sighs> Don't really want him in this program. And Lee Smith is going to get a good card. His best is an 85. If there's ever been a time or an avenue to give him a good card, it's with the way content is structured this year. Lee Smith, a possibility. The Diamondbacks. Luis Gonzalez, I think, is the slam dunk. I think that's what everybody expects. Uh, Steve Finley is certainly another option here. We haven't gotten one of his cards since a while. Um, this is this is out of left field. I don't count this as a, as a high opportunity because Randy Johnson was the collection reward for live series. I could see a 99 Diamondbacks Randy Johnson. 
Do I think it's going to happen? I'm not so sure. I would not bet money on it. But I would not be shocked if they also gave us a 99 Diamondbacks Randy Johnson at some point. Just saying. Take that for what it's worth. The Rockies. Larry Walker, Vinny Castilla, Dante Bichette, and I think it's going to be Todd Helton time. Todd Helton, this card came out a hell... I think it was the first World Series award, was he not? Or one of the first? Maybe BR award, something like that? Uh, Todd Helton has a nice swing. And if they give him a card... Didn't he have a 49 homer, 330 batting average season or some shit like that? That card would be disgusting. Give him that one. Todd Helton it is for me. The Dodgers. Duke Schneider. Kenley Jansen, unfortunately still around. I forgot. I broke my own rules there. It won't be Kenley Jansen. Uh, but Duke Snyder, Kirk Gibson, um, Eric Gagne, Oral Hershiser is probably my pick because as I've been going through this, I feel like we haven't really locked in a ton of starting pitchers. So Oral Hershiser, Gary Sheffield, Don Sutton, Sean Green. Sean Green had a four-homer game with the Dodgers. If they give him a four-homer milestone, that card would be pretty good. I think they've given us that before um, in years past. So just an option there. I went back again, but thankfully we're almost done here. Um, Dodgers. And the we have two more teams. Padres. Tony Gwintime, I think. It, does he fit the meta? No. But I think it's Tony Gwintime. Um, Trevor Hoffman and Goose Gossage. Those are my options for the Padres. Truthfully, none of them incredibly exciting. 99 Goose would be usable. 99 Trevor Hoffman, I don't think so. I think it's going to be Gwyn. I think it's going to be Gwyn. And finally for the Giants... Christy Matheson will get a 99. Will anybody use it? Absolutely fucking not, but he'll get one. Same for uh, Ron, uh, Juan, rather, Juan Marichal, Monte Irvin, and Willie McCovey. I think it's going to be Willie McCovey. It's a first baseman and a corner outfielder, so I don't think anybody's going to really use it, but Willie McCovey. Also keep in mind, I do think Willie Mays will get a better 99 at some point. Uh, guys, all right, so that was, a f that was a, a dense episode. I apologize. I tried to speed through this as much as possible. We covered a lot. This program is subject to change. By next week, we could know what the next program is, and this could have been a waste. But like I said, either way, there's a really good audit of cards we still need, at least from Legends. Of course, we still need flashbacks. Like, Mookie Betts still needs a 99. Kenley Jansen, like I said, still needs a 99. But for right now, th those are the Legends, in my opinion, that still need high, high diamond cards. Okay? So, thank you guys for listening. We, As always, we will go over new information as it is made available. Come back next Tuesday. Please, like I said, make sure you subscribe. We're on the road to 200. It'd be super cool if we got that by the end of September. I don't know. Uh, let's set goals for ourselves. By the end of September. Follow the TikTok. Hit me up on Twitter. Let's talk about baseball. And uh, I appreciate you guys. All right? Talk to you next week.